0: How extraordinary it is to think that so much of Vivaldi's sacred music was only rediscovered in the 1920s. Like so much of Vivaldi's music, works like the Gloria and the Stabat Mater lay in silence, unperformed until then. These works were part of a pile of manuscripts that the Monastery of San Carlo took to the Turin National Library in 1926 for an appraisal. Unknowingly, the monks had sent in what turned out to be one of the greatest musicological discoveries of all time. Hundreds of Vivaldi's manuscripts, concertos, operas and choral works. The composer, Alfredo Casella, wanted to have these works performed, and organized a Vivaldi week in 1939 in Siena to, as he put it, document all aspects of the towering musical figure dubbed Prete Rosso, the Red Priest. One week after the festival, the Second World War broke out, and any further projects were cancelled. And it was only in the 1950s that major publications of Vivaldi's lost music took place. In that Vivaldi week the Stabat Mater was performed for the first time since the 18th century and it's remained popular ever since. It's one of Vivaldi's early works and his earliest dateable sacred work. He was probably traveling with his father as a freelance violinist at the time. Together they visited Brescia in 1711 to play in a festival of the Church of Santa Maria della Pace. Listed in the accounts of the church is found the Stabat Mater written for the Feast of the Seven Sorrows of the Blessed Virgin. It's a moving work, one of my great favorites, set entirely in minor keys and scored for alto solo with strings. Here is the opening of Vivaldi's Stabat Mater in a brand new recording that came out in March. Jakob Orlinski is accompanied by Capella Cracoviensis, conducted by Jan Adamus. i so cool. the opening of Vivaldi's Stabat Mater. Jakob Olinski was accompanied by the Capella Cracoviensis, conducted by Jan Adamus. To hear this bonbon again, please go to the FMR website and click on Anna's Baroque Bonbons.
1: FMR.